Could it be? Already? It is here. Waiting was hard. The excitement was too great. Oh, the buildup. The shopping is done. The gifts wrapped. It is here. Christmas Day. Oh, glorious, wonderful Christmas. Run, he thought. I must hurry. What could be there? What will be wrapped under the tree? Will it be a new bike? The game he asked for. His football or a baseball bat and glove. Is this the year? Is this the year perhaps the ultimate gift? The gift he didn't even think to ask for. He rounded the corner and there it was. Christmas had come. It was just how he imagined, exactly. The lights were on, fireplace was lit, stockings stuffed full. The gifts, the tree couldn't cover them. They were stacked everywhere. Surely this is the year of the ultimate gift. He ripped, he tore, went through one gift to another and to another. He got the bat, the glove, the bike, and so much more. He opened them all. Christmas has come. But wait, is it over? He searched and searched. The presents were all opened. Christmas was over. But something is missing. Is there, is there an ultimate gift he is missing? Maybe, maybe Christmas is something more. Something more than just trees, garland, and lights. More than gifts, toys, and food. More than rushing, shopping, and buying. What if it's not the bigger box or the more expensive toy or the excitement of something new? Perhaps, perhaps the gift that doesn't come under a tree or even a wrap gift at all. No amount of toys or wrap boxes made a difference. It wasn't something that all the toys in the world could fill. The elusive ultimate gift must be, it must be a gift that he didn't know he wanted. It was then he noticed the star, the star on top of the tree. It was the star, it points the way the way to the ultimate gift. A gift not under a tree, but in a manger. A gift for mankind, God incarnate. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The ultimate gift to mankind. The giddy joy of Christmas should not end at adulthood. May you run down Christmas morning and open the ultimate gift the world has ever received. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. Yeah, baby. It's Christmas. Yeah, I remember when I wrote this song. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. Mark Warner. 
is a Scrooge. Bah humbug. He wants mark. to keep your money. He wants to keep your money. Marky not you. Mark and the Funky Bunch. Charlie Brown's uh, sister writes a very liberal letter to Santa. We'll cover that. And Trump offers prayers over tax cuts. The left freaks out. Hi, it's Scott Lee with the Lee Brothers, the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. I'm Batman. Actually, I'm Richard Lee, but sometimes I'm Batman. It depends on which underwear I wear. Sometimes you have to drop your pants and fight crime. I never know. Very My good. bad underwear is quite comfortable, I might say. All right, we're up and running at 454-1366 <laughs> on this few days before the great holiday. Merry the Christmas. The big event is coming. We're up and running at 454-1366, 454-1366. Coming up at 4 o'clock, this is an annual thing the Lee brothers have done since when? 2002. Beginning of time on this planet. On our first since radio. Since we arrived in our spaceship. I mean, after we got, I mean, well, I think some of you know what I mean. Nobody does. Santa, liberal or conservative? We'll have that debate at 4 o'clock. We actually uh, have a psychiatrist joining us at 4.30 to now, this dissect is, This is a quality psychiatrist. It's Scott's personal shrink. Very he sees funny. a guy three or four You're times hilarious. a You're hilarious. You're right. You're just hilarious. You know, sometimes twice nope, Richard, a day. No one's laughing. Just depends. And then at 5 o'clock, um, how well do you know your Christmas movies? I, I think I proved earlier I know I'm pretty daggone yeah, You know good. what? I was a little surprised. I was, yeah, you were literally surprised. I, I bet. Blown away. Yeah, I was the blown look away. on your I face gave you the was priceless. Ones. I, gave you I the wish I'd ones. had the camera posed up, but uh, you even had me convinced I couldn't answer them. But <laughs> I was wrong. All right. Uh, everybody got a huge gift in a couple days before Christmas. Wrapped I didn't up get one. In a, you did. It's wrapped Where? up in a little bow. Trump signed it. It's called Tax Cuts oh, for that, America. That. that gift. I thought the you gift meant there was something out in your car for me that I just wasn't aware of. Th- this is truly the and gift. It's like the Jelly of the Month Club. It fell down between his seats. I'm sorry, Mr. Griswold. No, this one we got. This one we got. And the left is uh, apoplectic. They are going crazy oh, over new it. word? You've been, stu- you've been they, reading again? They are uh, <laughs> just out of control uh, and passionate about it, starting with Mark Warner, who, quite honestly is a Scrooge of rather large proportion. He's the one who got all upset about this. In fact, he argued that uh, those tax cuts aren't going to work. You know, I, I, I watched Flippin' Channels, one of the morning shows, this lady commentator, don't remember her name because I tend to purge that kind of garbage from my mind. But anyway, she's on there and they're interviewing her about the the Trump tax cuts. And, and they said, you know, some of these corporations have already given their employees a huge huge Christmas bonus based on this being passed. She goes, yes, but you know what? That may be true right now, but <laughs> oh going God. forward, let's see what they do with that money in the future. It's, and that's, unless and they I was do like, it. I want to reach in the TV set and slap her upside her head, but I that? wouldn't because it's a woman. But I, I just might choke her a little bit because that's it's their money. Of course, it's, it's their none money. Of, it's yeah. nobody's business. Let's see what they do with this money in the future. The it's none of your business what they do with the, the money in the future. You, you watch the economy. Don't watch the companies. Watch the economy. The left is, if the, the left can't control how you spend your money, they don't want you to have it. That's the whole issue. Liberals think, I know how to spend your money better than you do. That is the mentality. Here's Mark Warner. Just this week after the tax cuts, he said, this isn't going to work. I'm upset over it. Not a boost, but I believe it's the single worst piece of legislation. <laughs> Can you believe that? Single worst piece of legislation. Oh, wait, let me just say this about the boost. Since before I got hit by a car on a bicycle. 
Mark Warner is saying this is not going to be a boost to the economy. You know what? I think the Republicans may have argued this wrong. He thinks that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, maybe. He's praying it won't be a boost right, to the economy. Right. This economy is going to explode. Sure it will. And we got many examples of how businesses are already doing that anyway. But maybe even if it did nothing for the economy, isn't it right, isn't it moral and just to reduce the tax burden on everyone, including corporations who, by the way, do not pay taxes, the people who use those companies end up paying those taxes? Isn't that a better thing, Mark Warner? Let's say you're right. It does nothing to boost the economy. Isn't it better and morally right for those to keep their hard-earned money? Can you agree with that? Nope. I, I think in his perfect world, they just they just keep taxing and taxing into oblivion. I mean, just keep raising the taxes, raise government spending, raise the taxes, raise government spending. It, it just, it's, it's time to put the brakes on and stop. Trump's going to cut spending all over the place going forward. His next year is going to be incredible. Mark Warner. Just wait and see. Mark Warner's Scrooge. You understand, Mark Warner's view is you He's don't deserve your Scrooge. money. He is. He's and, like Scrooge's evil cousin or something. He's, that's right. He's, Scrooge is a better guy. And it's Christmas, Mark Warner. Mark Warner. It's Christmas. Santa, what's Christmas really about? Vengeance. That's the Mark Warner. All right. If, if, if you think this tax cut was so terribly wrong, do you want somebody constantly reminding you, making you feel even worse? It's done. Move on, Mark. It's, yeah, exactly. Move on. Do something productive with your life. All right. Your phone call's next on this Christmas show, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report. Brought to you this hour by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of their awesome Buicks or GMCs. Tell them the Lee Brothers said hello. We have an accident at Chippenham and Stony Point, South Laburnum at Audubon, 11,000 block of Hull Street, Claremont Avenue at Hermitage Road in the 9200 block of Cloisters West. Now here's your Christmas weekend forecast. Clear skies this afternoon and evening. High of 60 degrees. Overnight clouds coming in. Lows in the upper 40s tomorrow. Cloudy skies. Rain in the afternoon with a high of, are you ready? 70 degrees. Sunday cloudy skies. High of 48 and Christmas Day partly sunny with highs in the low 40s. Currently at 60 degrees in Glen Allen. 60 degrees at FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW The Answer in Chester. version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. Lee Brothers on uh, your holiday weekend live doing our Christmas show. Coming up at 4, Santa, liberal or conservative, will take your phone calls during that segment as we argue that back and forth, 454-1366. Three days from the main event. <laughs> exactly. It's coming. The main event. Mark Warner cannot be a happy man. Has he Has he ever been? I mean, some of his arguments, you, you see people that, if you watch a video, they're all like, yeah, yeah, but I don't even think they understand the, the message he's trying to send. No, I, I you know don't. they don't get it, and I, I don't know that he does. Well, Mark Warner is a Scrooge. Scrooge uh, argues, and we'll show you in a second coming up why, why Ebenezer Scrooge is a liberal with some of his quotes. This sounds That's very what we similar. should nickname him, Ebenezer. He's Ebenezer, Mark Ebenezer. His best buddy up there is Timmy! 
Exactly. Timber. So here we find, let's go back to Mark Warner and, and listen to his uh, rejection of the tax cuts. It will not only be not a boost, but I believe it's the single worst piece of legislation. Wasn't that a double uh, there, negative? But, uh, Wasn't yes, that a double was. negative? Uh, not only be not yeah. a boost, that it, means it's definitely going to be a boost. It, it doesn't know how, he doesn't know how to speak. Here, that's, that's a very good word. point. That's code. Will not that's only code. be not a boost. <laughs> that's a double negative. So <laughs> that means it is a boost. That's the worst Good point, Mark. No. I agree with you 100%, Ebenezer. I'm a U.S. senator. I'm very smart. I can speak, I can speak well. I speak multiple languages. be not a boost. <laughs> Even double negative. I speak double negative. <laughs> not only. Fluently. All right. Can Fluently. We just, let's see if we can get through this. It will not only be it. not a boost, <laughs> but I believe it's the single worst piece of legislation that I've seen since I've been in the Senate. That's, that is quite the statement. The you worst. Know what, the worst thing you've seen since you've been, been in the in the Senate is something you signed into law. <laughs> exactly Personally. Right. Exactly personally. right. Thank you. That's exactly right. You lied right. to everyone and said they don't have to change anything. If they did, you wouldn't sign it. And you then did. you signed it. Then everybody lost their doctors. <laughs> He's a moron. All right, continue, please, moron. And let me tell you why. Yeah, like, tell um, me. One, there was a process foul. This whole bill <laughs> was up in secret. Uh, folks like me who... Spent years being interested in this subject. We're not invited into the room. Kind of like Obamacare. Exactly. exactly kind of like, like what that. you guys did with uh, affordable health care. Such garbage. He is such the screw. It's been done in secret. I believe. How do you think they learned that? and accountants will spend a decade finding some of the loopholes and problems, particularly in the pass-through area and in some of the corporate tax reform. So because tax they didn't lawyers have the test of time and the test of uh, uh, public review. I think they messed up some of that. <laughs> so we must stop some of that. Now, give me another cookie and a cup of coffee, and I'll be fine. It's going to take tax lawyers a decade to find something wrong with this bill. That's what so, in said. other words, it must be very well written, very very sharp. If it's, how could it take somebody 10 years to find something wrong with it? They'd have to work to get laws changed so they could create something wrong with it. Mark Warner That's is unbelievable. In fact, Ebenezer Scrooge here, he, he, he cannot handle the fact that you would keep your hard-earned money, and he hates the idea that the Republicans came up with it. Mark Warner is very similar in a lot of ways, to Ebenezer Scrooge, how he hated the idea that it's uh, that that you would be involved at all in, in the uh, handling of your money. In fact, it reminds me a lot of Cousin Eddie. Remember Cousin Eddie's heart was bigger than his brain? My cousin-in-law, whose heart is bigger than his brain. I appreciate that, Clark. <laughs> I appreciate that, Clark. That's Mark Warner. <laughs> you know, let's, let's just let's clear one thing up, too. This was fabricated in the shadows of an alleyway in the dark being lit only by a big lighter. The Garbage. Democrats were invited. They did not lock show the door. up. They didn't lock the door and say you can't come in. No, they did not. And, they and all of the chairs, which were supposed to be filled with Democrats to help craft this, were empty. Unbelievable. All right, Am coming I right? Up, you're right. right? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about um, how Ebenezer Scrooge was a massive liberal before conversion to conservatism and Christianity, which is what the movie's all about. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW and 97.7 FM.
Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM820 97.7 FM, The Answer. So I'm watching the Christmas movies this week and dissecting the tax cut all at the same time. Computer on your lap and I see a Christmas carol come on. Ebenezer Scrooge. On an electric guitar. Talking about how he loves big government and he's a liberal at heart. Then I saw the Charlie Brown Christmas special last night. And Charlie Brown's sister was writing a letter to Santa and asked Charlie Brown to pin it. And it got to the point where Charlie Brown's sister started to ask for money, and she said this. Just send money. How about tens and twenties? Tens and twenties? Oh, even my baby sister. All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. All I want is what I have coming to me and my fair share. I can relate to that. (laughs) So can every liberal Democrat. But isn't that exactly how people who vote for Democrats think? All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. That's how most of the people in our country think. Like Charlie Brown's sister. Now, it turns out that special is phenomenal. You just insulted most of the people in our country. No, I didn't. I'm just people saying. Who that you just for said, Democrats. that's I mean, how most of the people in our country think. They vote. All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. Charlie Brown's sister was a liberal. Didn't even know it. Ruined the whole movie for me. Can never watch it again. That's Except the very end when they talk about the real meaning for the Christmas. It brought me right back. I was okay. They're born that. into that, and then they later in life, they... They wake up and say, All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there, very Christmassy, a tax rhyme, and soothing instrumental music. All right, coming up, Trump's tax cut wasn't bad enough. They prayed afterward. The left went crazy. We'll play that for you. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM, live just a few days before Christmas. Aren't, that was Scott's theme song when he was little because he wanted to be a dentist. My name he is Scott Lee. not make toys anymore. My co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes, sometimes my it's far left. It is Richard uh, yeah. Lee. All right, 454-1366. Phone lines open, 454-1366. What's worse in the liberal mind than a tax cut for everyone, including corporations? is when you pray for the success of it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> you know, you could be offending, you know, probably, I don't know, three to seven people on the, this great the, land of ours. How the, ridiculous is that? The the left is, is uh, calling what happened here um, unusual, striking, creepy, cult-like. Here's, here's what happened. After the uh, cult-like, they called it cult-like, which is so Christianity is now uh, a cult. It's now a cult, apparently. Here's uh, here's what literally went down. Here's the clip of it. So with that, I'm going to ask uh, Ben Carson, and you can stay if you want it, because you need the prayer more than I do. I think. <laughs> He's talking well, to the press. You know, He's talking to the press. <laughs> he uh, definitely doesn't pull any punches. Does but, oh, he? Listen, Sometimes it, that drives me crazy. In this case, not so much. So with that, I'm going to ask uh, Ben Carson, and you can stay if you want it, because you need the prayer more than I do, I think. You may be the only ones. Maybe a good, solid prayer, and be honest, Ben. Is that possible? So Ben will ask you to 
<laughs> All right, hang on a second. Can you say, let's again. poke someone in the eye really hard? This is unbelievable. Listen to what he's saying. Maybe a good, solid prayer, and they'll be honest, Ben. Is that possible? So Ben will ask you to say grace. Now, <laughs> unbelievable. That is that is the biggest jab in the face of the left. Who, by the That's way, a poke in the eye, no they, question, they and, and, a, and a deserving one. It's and it's you know what? It's funny. It's funny, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm sure the left goes crazy, but you know what? They're going to go more crazy over is the legitimacy, the reality, the honesty of Ben Carson's prayer. Listen to how offensive this will be to everyone. You no, know, we must give a warning. <laughs> Yeah, we right. must give a warning right now. You know, if if you're, you know, I don't know how you say liberal puke. If if it's, this is going to disturb you or On make even. you vomit this close to Christmas, then um, you know, too bad. Our kind Father in heaven, we're so thankful for the opportunities and the freedom that you've granted us. So far, it's offensive. I'm offended. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm thanking him for freedom that we have. What kind of cult is this? Cold sweat. What kind of cult is this? What kind of this, this guy's freakish, a cult leader. creepy meeting is this? He's a cult leader, and I'm afraid that I may become addicted. In this country, we thank you for the president and for cabinet members who are courageous, who are willing to face the winds of controversy. Isn't it interesting that, that noise Trump, in the background? Somebody shuffling cards or no, something? No, they're taking pictures. That's the press. I know. So, I'm just so kidding. Here's, but... here's the interesting thing about this. Trump, I would have never saw this coming, but Trump is doing something here that I like. I like this. I like that he looks at Ben Carson and says, would you pray for you, us? You know, Trump prays, prays often. It's unbelievable. You know, and, and What is really happening here is really astonishing, and I love it. It would have never happened in the We Obama need a media in this country that reports facts and the truths and without you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fa- I'm in favor of freedom of speech and all the freedoms that we have. But I would not be opposed to a law that says if you're going to report news, then the news has to have a certain criteria and it has to be honest. It has to be factual. It has to be actually what happened without your anyone's opinions or anyone else's garbage. You know what the sign language is right here? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, what I that can't is. say what it yeah. is on well, the no, air, but yeah. you know, well, that's impressive. I can certainly show I didn't it know to you. I know you knew sign language, so that's a whole other thing for me. Oh, I have a whole lot more. Ben Carson continues to pray in order to provide a better future for those who come behind us. Amen. We're thankful for the unity in Congress that has presented an opportunity for our economy to expand, so that we can fight the corrosive debt that has been destroying our future. You know, it's it, the whole time Trump is praying, the entire cabinet is praying, Ben Carson is praying for all this. This is unbelievable. Now, again, what makes everybody panic the most? More than tax cuts, the press and everyone has gone, MSNBC called this unusual and striking. Think Progress thought it was cult-like. And we hope that that unity will spread even beyond party lines so that people recognize that we have a nation that is worth saving. So is Christianity a cult? Is Christianity a cult? Of course not. But what's interesting is how this is uh, so far 
nothing here is offensive. Is there anything offensive to anyone? If you're listening to this, are you really offended that we are leaning on divine providence like Washington did and all the other founders? And if fathers? you are offended, get over it. I mean, <laughs> we're offended by your existence, I guess, if you're offended by this, because this is ridi- that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. He continues on. Recognize that nations divided against themselves cannot stand. In this time of discord, distrust, and dishonesty, Listen to this. we ask that you would give us a spirit of gratitude, compassion, and common sense. So gratitude, compassion, and common, common sense. sense. Something has been lacking up is, there. Is that offensive? Why yeah, would why would you not want someone to pray for those things for everyone, depending on your, regardless of your political views? You know the last, the, you know the previous administration, eight years, there were there were no prayers like this. There was no one in the White House that we're aware of that the American people are aware of that wanted things like this, and there was very little, if any, prayer. Right. Ever. And and I guess, you know, there hasn't been like Trump doesn't go on the air every morning and start his day with a prayer to the nation. That doesn't happen. There's been very little of this type of action during his first year as president. But, I, you know, it would be refreshing to see more and more and more. And it would be refreshing if he did go on the air every month, every every morning. It's fine with me. Start his day with a prayer to the nation. I'm what sure would the, be wrong with that? I'm sure there's some people going, would you like him to do a Muslim prayer? Well, first of all, that's not the culture of our country. No, and it's and, not and it's, it's not, not his religion. Exactly. He shouldn't be forced to do a prayer in some other religion. It's not it's not his religion. And it you know, if there are Muslims out there, Buddhists or atheists or what, devil worshipers, whatever, don't turn your TV on during the morning prayer. It is good. Turn the sound down. It is good. It is right. And look there's the nothing other wrong with it. Look the other way like we would look the other way if you guys started your day off. You know, worshiping, worshiping Marx, Karl Marx. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, here's the... Or the co- devil the, himself. Here's the uh, end of the, uh, the most offensive and cultish prayer by Ben Carson with Donald Trump. I'm just... And give us the wisdom to be able to guide this great nation in the future. We ask in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, do you ever ever pray for wisdom? uh, I certainly hope you do. But I, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that was just an opportunity to smack you. But previous administrations should have been praying for wisdom. Well, that previous administration, Obama, he is wisdom. In his mind, he was the epitome of wisdom. He didn't need help from a divine anything. He was divine. He was the, the king of kings in his mind. And that's, that's true. And he, he was very arrogant in that position. What's interesting is most people find this, they find that Trump doing this is a shock to them. They can't believe this was going to happen. Get over it. And I, I find know, this. It's going to happen more and more. I pray it happens more and, and more. By, by the and way, people it need to happened. just get over it. But I just like how he looks at Ben Carson and goes, "Ben, pray for that." And and it happens, and the press goes crazy. And there was nothing in this prayer, nothing that you wouldn't want people to listen to and and go by. Why wouldn't you want wisdom? Why wouldn't you want compassion? Why wouldn't you want these attributes that Ben Carson prayed for? And people think it's cultish and weird and unusual. I think. It's a bit refreshing, and I love how Trump started the entire thing. And why wouldn't you want some a higher power guiding our right. government officials, leading our nation going forward? All right, coming up, um, let's play Ebenezer Scrooge in his own words. Compare that to the current liberal mindset 
You'll see Abba. they're exactly the same. And your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7. Abba, he's the man. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report. Brought to you this hour by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian. Stop by this weekend. Test drive one of their awesome GMCs or, or Buicks. Take it home to the little lady as an awesome Christmas present. We have an accident at Claremont Avenue at Hermitage Road, 9200 block of Cloisters West. Finley Street at Laburnum. Brook Road at Jeb Stewart Parkway. Jimmy Winters Boulevard, 12,000 block of Chattanooga Place, East Canal at 3rd Street, 2,000 block of Huguenot Road, 11,000 block of Midlothian, and Rattlesnake at Brookwood Road. Now here's your Christmas weekend forecast. Clear skies this afternoon and evening with a high of 60 overnight. Clouds coming in, lows in the upper 40s tomorrow. Cloudy skies, rain in the afternoon, high of 70 Sunday. Cloudy skies, high of 48. Christmas Day, partly sunny, highs in the 40s. 61 in Richmond, 60 at FM 97.7 and 820. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. On AMA 20, 97.7 FM, The Answer. Where did you get this one? That's David Bowie and Bing Crosby. You've never heard this? Now you need to bring up the Will Ferrell, and I forget the other guy's uh, name, when they knocked this song. Do I'm going to tell you something. Will Ferrell can sing, and that the version they did of this was not a comical Correct. thing. It was absolutely Super. beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Will Ferrell, that's the first thing I think of, beautiful singing voice. Uh, 454-1366, 454-1366. I cannot watch. Every year I watch uh, A Christmas Carol, which is a, a great movie about redemption. It's a great movie about a oh, change, heart of a man. From uh, dark to light, it is uh, enjoyable, it's refreshing, and y- you you watch this movie and you just can't wait to get to the end of it where you see the conversion in it. But before you get to the conversion, there is a point of who is Ebenezer Scrooge? You told me you couldn't wait to get to the end of it because Jennifer said you cannot have any more to eat till this movie's over. So Ebenezer I'm just ignoring you. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge... Um, He's just was a confronted. food plower. He likes to plow through food. Put it in front of him. He's like a snow plow or something, just chowing down, eating everything in sight. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebby, as we used to. Yeah, we call him Affectionately Ebby. referred Ebby to for him. short. Yeah, Ebby, Ebby, what's happening? Cornered at that. Uh, tell me, who me this, a dollar. T- this is, tell me who this sounds like. Like that's going to happen. What political persuasion, shall we say, has uh, Ebenezer Scrooge before conversion? Are you seeking money from me then? Many thousands are in want of common necessaries. Hundreds of thousands are in want of common comforts. Are there no prisons? Plenty of prisons. The workhouses, they're still in operation? They are. I wish I could say they were not. The treadmill, the poor houses, still in full vigor? All very busy, sir. <laughs> I was afraid that you business, said that so. something had stopped them in full force. I don't make merry myself at Christmas, and I can't afford to make idle people merry. All right, so stop right there. I can't afford to make idle people. He doesn't make merry during Christmas. Now, what political suasion doesn't make merry during Christmas? There's a group of people who are offended by Christmas, who don't like Christmas, who are really cranky the rest of their lives anyway. And, and they say Christmas may offend someone with the trees and the Santa and... So who is Ebenezer Scrooge here? 
He sounds like your typical socialist Bernie Sanders type. Mad, angry. In fact, he reminded me of Bernie Sanders when I was but watching I, the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Bernie, I don't know how where Bernie stands on Christmas. Maybe you do, but I, he looks like an old codger that would probably sit around and tell stories at Christmas. Then again, maybe not. Maybe his oh, no. stories would involve, you know, bank foreclosures and things like that. <laughs> Here's Ebenezer again, even expanding upon it. My taxes help to support the public institutions, which I have mentioned, and they cost enough. There you have it. So here's a guy who thinks the answer to charity is found in government. You see, government set up these institutions, so why do I have to? Because I believe government's role is charity. That is a liberal mindset. That isn't a mindset of a conservative libertarian who believes that charity is best used by people freely with their money. Charity is not government forcing you to give money to them to give a pittance back in the form of charity to the serfs and peasants. That is a system that doesn't work, that isn't helpful, is much better done at the private sector, yet here we have Ebenezer extolling the virtues of government institutions. Ebenezer has identified himself as none other than a big government type. Government My taxes wasn't, help to support the public. Government wasn't set up to to do those things. It's, it's we're not. supposed to help one another. Exactly. We're supposed to lift up one another. That's the role. If someone needs help, we're supposed if we're able to give it, we're supposed to step in and give it. Ebenezer thinks that he's done that through his taxes, which is exactly a very liberal mindset. My taxes help to support the public institutions, which I have mentioned. And they cost mentioned. enough. Those who are badly off must go there. Many can't go there, and many would rather die. If they would rather die, perhaps they had better do so and uh, decrease the surplus population. There you wow. have there an you amazing go. statement. That is so current Democrat, it's amazing. In other words, here's what he's saying. Decrease the surplus. In other words, we have a planet that can't hold them all anyway. So he's extolling the virtues of China. He's extolling the virtues of China's one-kid policy. He's extolling the virtues of those who say kids are a problem, people are a problem, maybe they're a surplus problem. Let them kill themselves. That is a a politics of death, really. And to say that they would rather die is heartless above all he, he continues here Sir, with all my heart now if you will go about your business gentlemen and allow me to go about mine he believes it with all of his heart we will Who? let you go about your business but give us your wallet first exactly ebenezer scrooge Ebba. ebby here is here's ebby. a man who's ebby. the epitome the, the epitome of what we are even arguing about today the government's the answer that don't make me do charity make government do charity by the force of taking it from my neighbor that is upside down. Now, the good news here, if you've seen A Christmas Carol, is Ebenezer Scrooge wakes up. His heart has changed. And in that, you find conservatism on display. But you know what? His heart has changed because of folks you don't believe in. Ghosts. 
Ghosts take him around. I think it's angels, not ghosts. No. That's another story entirely. All right, your phone calls I've next. I've seen both ways. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. Please do, because I have some ideas. And you need help. Sure, then I'm wrong. Okay. Give me your wallet. That's all the help I need. All right. um, Check us out at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. It's all about the uh, the radio station. But if you click on the Lee Brothers, it takes you to our page. You have a nice traditional instrumental music of the Christmas time frame. And you'll have a new tax rhyme that is about who's in Whoville. Trust me, you'll like it. And global warming. It's good for mankind. All that is there at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers directs you right to our page. On our Facebook page, we just posted an amazing video of the Growlitch that stole Christmas right here out of the Commonwealth. Check us out at the Facebook page there. All at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. All right, coming up, the debate, the annual debate between Richard and I and you. Santa, is he a liberal or conservative? Does it really matter to you? Does it matter that he swoops into your house and doesn't ask for your W-2 first but gives you presents freely out of his own capitalistic system? Or is he red? Is his coat red, meaning he's a communist? Does it matter to you he uses magic to create a fireplace when you don't have one? (laughs) I saw that in a documentary. It's true. (laughs) All right, all that is dead ahead. Santa, liberal or conservative, and your phone calls, 454-1366-454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers just before 4 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. I am Batman. Where is the best news and talk? AM 820, WNTW Chester is the answer. Ho, ho, ho. Three days to the big event. Yeah. A psychiatrist will tell us that Santa needs help this hour. Do you still call this guy Shrinky? What is still his nickname? What is the ultimate (laughs) Christmas gift? We'll tell you this hour. And Santa, liberal or conservative? That is next. And your phone calls. Virginia citizens and American patriots. The only two-headed talk show on the planet Earth. And radio is the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Batman. I'm also Richard Lee, but I'm not Batman. It's a beautiful afternoon out there. If you haven't been outside or you're not outside, get outside. I just stuck my head out the window, and it was all I could do to pull it back in. It must be 60-some degrees. It's absolutely gorgeous. And tomorrow, 70 degrees temperature. If you've got something to do tomorrow, do it in the morning because rain's coming in in the afternoon. I doubt it would be snow. Supposedly. <laughs> now, they, you know, I heard the other day somebody said, yeah, we're going to see a little white stuff for Christmas. And now they're saying... It's not so degrees? much white stuff for yeah, Christmas. So it's going to be 40, I think 42 on Christmas or 40 something. But yeah. it's going down in the 20s. Right. Christmas Eve overnight. All right, let's uh, let's open the, by the way, coming up Burr. at 5 o'clock, how, how well do you know your Christmas movies? A little Christmas movie trivia. We'll have some fun there. The worst Christmas songs of of the holidays, we'll, we'll share that with you. All during our Christmas show here, the, the uh, final show before. The big event. The big event. Um, 454-1366. Is Santa a liberal or conservative? 454-1366. We welcome your phone calls on this as we begin the debate. 
it's one we do every year, and and I don't know if we've ever come to a an a agreement, full, an or, agreement a or a forced or, solution. Exactly. I can't. I you know he runs one of the most successful, if not the most successful, business manufacturing businesses ever on the planet Earth. He's even got it hidden. Right. You know, it's a brilliant system. It is and look, brilliant. Entrepreneurs and, are amazing people, and the nice thing about Santa Claus is. It's exactly what he is. He's he should be a motivational speaker, too, because those elves, you know, as, as soon as that sleigh pulls out, they might have a little party, maybe some cookies, maybe a slice right. of ham or something. I don't know. But they have some kind of little gathering right. for the elves. and uh, All paid for by him. Then The day after Christmas, the factory is up and running for next year. That's right. Because his business is growing leaps and bounds. It's There's not, more and more. It's unbelievable how it works. More and more kids, and he, more and more and he gets people. A, and he gets all of them. He gets all of them. He so, must have a huge secretarial staff because the naughty and nice list is has getting got to be getting. Well, the naughty one is probably the naughty's got to be getting. I bet you don't look at that big. anymore. He probably just looks at the good one and says, "Stick with." He's got to have it computerized. He's uh, got to sure have he does. some at this kind point, of. I'm sure. I'm you know, sure optical character recognition that well, reads all the, the names and. The, the interesting thing about this is, and, and this is why I believe Santa is a capitalist. I believe Santa is a conservative. Got to you know, be. He's. I mean, he, he's he's married to one woman. He uh, takes care of uh, the needs of his employees. Uh, all of his employees are the happiest they are. employees on earth. You see them s- sparkle on, on their cheeks. They and sing they, while they work. And they're smiling Who all the time. Who sings while they Nobody. work other, other than me? That's I mean, a, here. But, right. You know, I, I, exactly. And, and that disgusts you. But anyway, they are so happy. The day after Christmas, for crying out loud, they're in there just bellowing out Christmas tunes. Right, and I think, you know, we know elves are happy. What's a Christmas, Graham? I want one. All right, well, not maybe not that elf, but here, here's something to think about, though. Well, think about this, too. He took that elf in and raised him Oh, that's an incredibly good birth. point. You know, who would do he that? He wasn't even an elf. Than, he was a human. Yeah, he was the biggest elf up there, you know, and he finally had to tell him the truth. Right. You know? Well, he found out, and it was... Anyway, Santa... His dad was a criminal. Here's what Santa does. Let's now, talk about if, that movie. No, just if Santa was a liberal... <laughs> If Santa was a little, he he wouldn't give gifts freely. He would tax people, take the money, then buy gifts, and then give you half the gift back. The rest of the money he would use to make the counties around Washington D.C. more. Oh, that's I'm sorry, the counties around North Pole very wealthy. Not only that, the women elves are paid the exact same thing as the men elves. Well, they actually, get the same amount of cookies. The well, same on a amount of milk, I don't know about same that. Same amount I think, of ham. I think Santa still judges people based upon their work ethic, so he doesn't look at right. them differently. But he if he's got at, a woman and a man that equally work together, he pays them And that doesn't happen equally. anywhere. He understands that. That's what's amazing about Santa is he can see these things that other people can't. Now, Santa shows up on his own time with his own gifts and gives them freely. This is nothing but pure cat. This isn't a force of government. There's nobody saying he has to do this. I am convinced that Santa has to be a conservative slash small r republicanism without question. You know, in the dictionary under the word generous, they should have a picture of Santa. Right. Just saying. They might. Because he is probably the most generous man that's ever existed. Now, I'm sure some people see maybe unconservative characteristics in Santa. 454-1366. Now, you may see those characteristics, but what really shows through is his caring heart for those during the time of the holiday. And here's another thing. Santa decided to do this on Christmas. Okay? The birth of Christ, the whole thing, it's all connected. This is truly a conservative philosophy. He works holidays. He <laughs> and his employees well, work holidays because they want to. Because they want to. You know, if, if someone considers himself a liberal, 
and they think that Santa is a liberal, that's probably because they just can't stand the the thought of Santa being a conservative and the conservative party getting all that credit. Uh, all that credit. But Santa goes further than politics. Santa's beyond politics. He really is. Because he decided to do this with his own entrepreneur business. He built this business out in the North Pole with no care of conservative or, or, or liberal. Just wanted to build a workshop so that the elves had something to do, which is what most entrepreneurs And he really do. wants to reward the little children right. for being good. Right. For being good. All year and long. And be good for goodness sakes of all things. Because Santa knows when you're good or bad. Well, they're not just good for goodness sake, the sake of being good. They're not just good for goodness sake. They're right. good because if they're not, they're not going to get rewarded. Right. You know, in some places, there's this evil guy that Santa's counterpart. Have you ever seen that story? And it's still, people still tell that story. This guy is, is he looks like the stinking devil himself. And he supposedly comes around and takes the bad kids away. You talk about motivation for a child. I mean, oh, this, this evil dude's going to show up. I haven't with seen a, that one. Yeah, it's out there. I forget his name, which I would purge his name from my memory anyway because the dude is evil. But well, anyway, sure. Let's stick with Santa, who they tends still, to be a conservative over a liberal. They still have that extra little layer to the Santa story. Interesting. So Santa, Santa here's another thing that makes Santa uh, a conservative. I bet he's a diabetic. He doesn't he eats look, any sweets. He doesn't look at, I think the psychiatrist is going to tell us that at 435, whether he's got some mental issues. But but Santa. Diabetes is not a mental issue. What is wrong with you? I didn't mean that. I meant other issues. As long as, I said I bet he's a diabetic. I know. You said you probably down. had some mental issues. Well, what? I, I didn't mean that. I meant you are the psychiatrist well is going to break down. I know what the difference is. Of medical issues. I just went down that Okay. That guy over there is a diabetic. Oh, yeah, my man. gosh. Is he safe to be around? Is he safe to be around? Don't Does he have any sharp All right, objects in his pocket? All right. Wow. So Santa Claus, uh, here's something else that makes him if, – if Santa were a liberal, let's just turn this around a little bit. If Santa were a liberal, he would judge you based upon your income level. And if he shows up, he says, well, this guy's got plenty of money. He would actually take presents from you and then redistribute them. That's the liberal mindset. Another thing he'd say, before I come down the chimney beside my cookies, I want your W-2 form. I want to see how much money you make. Because if you're rich, why would I help you? That would be well, the, I would think he would ask for them to submit some kind of document prior right. to the day. Exactly. Like the IRS does. Now, here's something else. Santa is not about identity politics. Santa goes to everyone every kid and he never once says that's a black kid that's a white kid that's an indian kid he never does no, that he doesn't he doesn't say only white kids can sit on my lap or only black he doesn't care about identity politics if santa were a liberal democrat he would actually have them line up according to category you the blacks over here he'd probably move, over move here. people around so he could put some uh, yeah behind him in his exactly photographs. and so he looks better in the photographs that would be a liberal santa i'm convinced that santa is a conservative. If we're wrong, tell us. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Traffic and weather together at 15 to 45 after the hour. Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report. Brought to you this hour by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC of Midlothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend. Test drive one of their awesome GMCs or Buicks. Tell them Lee Brothers said hello and Merry Christmas. 
have an accident at the 12,000 block of Chattanooga Place. East Canal at South 3rd Street, 2,000 block of Huguenot Road, 11,000 block of Midlothian. Rattlesnake Road at Brookwood Road. Grove Avenue at North Shields, 9 Mile at Dollar General. Grove Avenue at North Shields. I said that already. East Param at Ackley <laughs> Avenue. Now here's your Christmas weekend forecast. Clear skies this afternoon and evening. A high of 60 degrees overnight. Clouds coming in, lows in the upper 40s tomorrow. Cloudy skies, rain in the afternoon, high of 70. Sunday, cloudy skies, high of 48. Christmas Day, highs in the low 40s. Currently, it's 61 degrees in Richmond, 60 degrees at FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM 820, 97.7, FM, The Answer. Love this one. So Christmassy. Perfect. Jam this one. Crank it up all the time. I like it too. I wrote it. I mean, it's one of the many Christmas songs I wrote. You take credit for everything. Well, that's because I did everything. Literally. In your mind. You're a legend in your own mind, Batman. Hang on, it gets better. Nobody say anything. Let it go. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Santa, liberal or conservative? Another reason he's a conservative because he takes care of his animals, and his animals love him, and he knows about Rudolph, and he gives up. These animals are treated the best ever. They're not hurt, maimed, take care. You know, all these things are phenomenal when Santa's a conservative. Some people say Rudolph's eat up with himself. I'm just... Just, putting that out that's there. Just it's not me. Just Rudolph. I'm just repeating what I heard. What, yes. do you, what do you think? Is Santa liberal or conservative? Jeff from Sandston, you're on FM 97.7 and 820. WNTW, the answer with the Lee brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, he's definitely conservative. I can tell you why. He's got a punitive list that differentiates kids that are good and bad. So what's with that? How come he's got to separate, take it upon himself and pick and choose? Don't sound like a fair justice system. What is the, the, the social quality with that? So you think he's a conservative because of that? Yeah, yeah, but it gets better. He's so conservative, he should be under FBI investigation for collusion with Russia. What's with that? He's in the article, Arctic Circle, man. I think the liberal judges would take the naughty list and slap him on the wrist and send him back out there on the street. Well, first of all, well, it's not I mean, a list he, that he, he just has the ability to see. He has a list. There's a list. Have well, you, you're, no, have you ever watched list. the movie the, Santa Claus? There is a list. FedEx no delivers a whole house full of boxes. I'm not suggesting That's he doesn't list. have a list. That's actually a documentary, by I'm the way. I'm not suggesting hey, he doesn't have a, a list. connection. What's that, There's Jeff? A Russian connection. There's a Russian connection. I mean, he does go to Russia. I'm just saying Mueller should be asking these questions. Well, he, yes, Jeff, he, Jeff he goes to all the countries of the planet. I don't understand. You think he's... Okay, but well, they could be smuggling... coal and stockings. You know how bad that is for the environment? Coal. And he works reindeer. Well, now... Co- I mean, where's PETA? I mean, yeah. this is outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Santa's a problem for some. I, I think I, PETA's sitting in the closet eating a ham sandwich myself. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> you would throw that out there. What's on your mind? You don't think that PETA has never eaten a ham sandwich? Anyone from PETA? Come on. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. They probably love cheeseburgers. Right. They They probably have these private secret parties where they eat cheeseburgers. What do you think, Jeff? I think th- I think they do. I think Jeff's gone. Jeff's gone. All Great right, call, five- Jeff. Merry Christmas to you and yours. 454-1366. 454-1366. Is Santa liberal or conservative? Now, regardless of where Santa goes, it doesn't make him a liberal or conservative. Santa is empowered 
with the ability to go everywhere where and he take go- care oh, of all oh, the kids. Oh. When you said where he goes, immediately <laughs> popped in my head that he was probably having a gender issue that day and trying to decide where he would go. No, no, that's which not restroom? What, I wasn't sure what no, you were trying to definitely. say, and now that we've clarified that, let's move on. So, so Santa doesn't just because he goes to the Russian kids doesn't mean he's not a conservative. I think Santa, when you look at the entire uh, kids person, who he is, who Santa Claus is, you can't come to any other conclusion that Santa is a conservative heart running his own business, paying his own elves with a phenomenal health care plan. They all have great dental, great health. I mean, they're always smiling. This is an amazing entrepreneur. Santa is a conservative. If Santa were a liberal, there would be a lot of angry elves. People would be mad. Santa would be whipping his deer, his reindeer. He'd be, he'd be asking for W-2s and, your, and to see if you're a part of the wealthy. He would have you divided by class, blacks in this line, Indians in this line, Asians in this line. Elves in that line. Right. He'd have everybody you know, divided up. You made, you made a good point there. I always do. I usually do. I don't remember what it was, I'm but stopped. it was a good point. Nice. So it went right over my head. Santa Claus is definitely a conservative. I mean, there's there, unless there's other evidence that suggests otherwise, I'm willing to listen. Four five four thirteen sixty six. That's a Christmas gram. I want one. Yeah. See, you know, elves. That's a very that was thing. actual recording of an elf that was raised and trained. By the great people in the North. You know, I was thinking about this, too. If Santa were really a liberal, he wouldn't even be around on Christmas. He'd be around. He'd be around waiting for his stuff to show up. Well, maybe that's true. You know, he he wouldn't be out driving a sleigh, slowing down the time on the planet. You know, it must take him months and our time to do all that. Think about it. But But he he has the ability to slow it down. That's what's incredible. I mean, so he's, he's we would real slow. Be talking like this. Santa, Maybe. liberal or conservative? Your phone calls next 454 1366. 454 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Ho, ho, ho. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. I broke another one. You know, the uh, the Grinch despised Santa. Despised him. He In wanted to mock him. Well, that's because his heart changed later. That's a whole other story. But my point is... His heart grew ten times that day. The Grinch... The Grinch despised Santa. They mocked him, made fun of him, dressed up as him, and, and ended up being a liberal Santa. Santa, what's Christmas really about? Vengeance! That's about Vengeance. Vengeance! Santa Claus, liberal or conservative, I think the verdict uh, is in, and it, it appears that Santa holds to conservative viewpoint and philosophy much more than he would a liberal one. We see this in the things that he does, how he acts. How um, he runs his company. Runs and it his essentially business. is a company. It is a, well, of course it's a company. I wonder if OSHA ever visits him. Look, I bet you they just can't find him. That's the key. And OSHA, that would be a liberal organization. That is. They'd be looking to create problems for Santa the reindeer, yeah. and his thousands of if if Santa elves. was a, if Santa were a liberal, he would not be visiting every house. Period. He wouldn't be. Now he's a conservative. He does. He doesn't depend on your income. Doesn't depend anything about who you are because identity doesn't matter. Now behavior matters because the conservative philosophy is you do are you do things that are right and wrong. There's nothing wrong with Santa holding us to a ca- a, a good caliber of right and wrong. Santa is a conservative. But what about Santa's 
mental state. Coming up next, a psychologist is going to join us to tell us about his mental state. What are you what? saying? He's just too daggone happy? I don't know. We're uh, going to find out in just I a few minutes. We right. should leave the man alone. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. You're gonna there you'll find great traditional music and a tax rhyme that you'll like. All at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. Next, keep Santa. Messing with that guy. What, get back to what is his mental state? 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820-WNTW and 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. Was the night before Christmas what is this? and all through what is the that? house not a creature was Merry Christmas stirring, from the Lee Brothers. Not even a is mouse. that Elmer Fudd? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't Elmer. Virginia citizens and American patriots on this Christmas. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co host, my friend and brother. Sometimes far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, um, we just had a nice little argument about Santa, whether he's a liberal or conservative. Now we're concerned about the mindset of Santa. What's he, what's really ticking inside that head of his? And uh, for help, we've reached out. Dr. John Huber is with the, uh, he's the chairman of the Mainstream Mental Health Nonprofit Organization. John, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to talk about Santa. Merry so, Christmas, John. So, um, Dr. Hoover, you've gotten in the head of this man. Is that correct? You know what's what he's what's going on? Is he a regular him? patient? <laughs> well, he's not a regular patient of mine, but you know, I do a lot of forensic work and go to court and and work with a lot of sketchy people. And the more I watch Santa, the more you know, I started getting warning signs. So what? when you go to see him, do you, you, I guess you know where the North Pole is. Oh, you must come to him. Yeah, sure. we have a little, you know. We have, like, a direct connection there. Sometimes we have to Skype to, to actually talk. Oh, yeah. gotcha. I thought maybe you knew where the secret entrance was. So what's the no, scary thing? not giving that up. What's, what, <laughs> what has he revealed? In your conversation with Santa, Dr. Huber, what, what has he revealed that, uh, that scares you? Well, one of the things we talk about a lot, you know, he, he sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. And, you know, I talk with him all the time. It's like he's, he's an extension of Big Brother, and he's just – being a voyeur watching everybody and everything they do and you know my experience again with stalkers and like that it just really concerns me with santa i'm surprised the government hasn't tried to hire him to be their eyes and ears on the street but, but here's the deal they haven't here's the deal though <laughs> i mean we've known santa for a very long time i mean this, Not is, personally this, has been, this has been going on for a very long time we see no evidence to suggest that santa is doing anything with this information but but doing good with it but you say in well, his mind you know, it could be it could be something worse. I mean, think about it. The guy works one day a, a year. Okay, he he has Mrs. Claus, and he's got he's with her 364 days out of the year. He takes off and goes to work. But what happens? Everybody's seen mommy kissing Santa Claus. This guy gets around. Is he really working? <laughs> I tell you what, you, you talk about sexual harassment, harassment in the news in the workplace. Wow, this guy must be like the king. And so you you think wow. Santa I hope he not only hang on, over this. hang on a second Santa's not only a tyrant with eyes that sees everything but he's also a predator of some degree a 
a woman's man or a, a slut a, puppet? A, a, I mean, <laughs> it's all those things. I, you know, I, I think Predator, Predator is better, better cover. I mean, think about it. He's got all these little people. He has working away in sweatshops. He never pays them anything, and they're making toys so he can entice little boys and girls to sit on that's their a lap. Yeah, really... but they have a great retirement program. Yeah, hang on I mean. a second. That's a massive assumption <laughs> to assume those things. I think is out of bounds on a, on a guy who just has good in his heart, as best I can see. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist like you are. You know, you're a clinical forensic psychiatrist. You've looked at this maybe deeper than I, but just on the on the Alfred, I, I seem to think there's nothing to threat here. I mean, is there anything else other than kissing moms all across the world that, that would make you say, wait a second, this guy's a threat? I think the problem well, you know, is with I mean, the moms. You know, it may be with the moms. They're it throwing really themselves at this guy. <laughs> He's such a specimen. Exactly. He's I such swear. A, an attractive specimen. <laughs> Maybe it's well, the fact that, that he takes care of his kids. me. He doesn't take care of himself. I mean, he works one day a year. You'd think he'd hit the gym. You know, what is he doing? You know, down in bourbon every night? I He's mean, probably what? a diabetic for all the sweet eats. Well, that, you know. Just saying. He's refusing to get blood work done. I'm, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that even if he is a diabetic, I mean, this how's that a threat to the kids? I mean, I kids if he's like, leaving all these women like slinky lingerie and stuff. I mean, they're places. all kissing this big fat guy in a red suit with a long white beard. I think both of you are wrong on this. Santa's certainly not. Don't put that in, my, in the kids' you. mind or listening. That's obviously not not real. But the, but the fact that Santa may not be the specimen of health isn't what kids are looking for. I mean, they're not going, hey, Santa, you're, you're a fat old guy. They're like, he's plump. He's a jolly old elf. Yeah. How can this be a negative? I'm going to sit on his lap. I want some padding. Well, you know, that is true. Who wants to sit on somebody all bony and everything? That's right. So as a therapist, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as, a, as a doctor here, I mean, have you had enough sessions with Santa to really diagnose this? Or some of these, you know, maybe you haven't had enough. I don't know. How long have you been working? You know, yeah, I may not have had enough. You know, it, 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 there's a lot of speculation here. He, he keeps refusing every time we schedule, you know, for him to come in and do like the Rorschach and everything else. He makes up some excuse not to make it. Um, <laughs> he's you know, a busy so, guy. You think he only works one day a year. I think he's working the entire year for that one day. I, I mean, maybe he's that maybe busy. Maybe he runs down the Caribbean to make a rum run or something. I don't know. He seems yeah, awfully happy. Mighty jolly. So this rum, time, how does he stay awake that whole time? Is he is he doing coke? What is he hauling it from Columbia or something? With, Rudolph with her nose so bright. You know what? That could have a lot of different meanings <laughs> when you so. think about it. I, I think so. I, I am. Uh, I'm surprised at the both of you, quite honestly. Rudolph could I mean, be a cokehead, big time. That, why are you that'd make his nose light up red? Looking for such negativity out of out of Santa. I mean, Not. We're trying. We're looking for the facts. Well, based on well, the questions that you're asking, Brother Scott, I think that uh, the good doctor here should have more sessions with you. I mean, just throwing oh, it out, just throwing it out there. I refuse. Just throwing it out there. I refuse to yeah. allow myself to go through that analysis. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be worse than Santa, I can promise you that. So this time of year, doctor, this time of year, I mean, obviously you must have a lot of people who inquire about Santa's mental health. We just had a big conversation about his political Well, then again, maybe it's just us. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're the only people. But, but do you get a lot of people that, that, that say, Doc, um, this guy sneaks into my house. Should I be, cons <laughs> should I be concerned? He eats my cookies. <laughs> he eats my cookies, drinks my milk, and, yeah. kisses my wife, commits <laughs> magic acts on my roof because I have no fireplace. And then right. there's always right. this r reindeer dung on my roof. I've got to get up there and clean up. One day I'm going to fall and get hurt. And then can I sue the guy? I mean, just. But I guess, I guess, doctor, the scariest thing would be that 
you know, if we're letting a, um, a guy with mental health issues into our home, I don't know if we can keep him out. He's got magic powers. But People let the, you into their home, don't they, Scott? They, they do. I mean, just... Let the doctor please answer my question. <laughs> I'm very curious about this. I must know. So, I mean, obviously, that is that the big concern that you're finding this time of year, the mental health of Santa? Well, you know, what I'm seeing is, you know, we, we, when we look at mental health, we break things down. And, and this looks more like personality disorder. You know, he's, he's, he's right on that borderline uh, sociopath kind of personality traits that I'm worried about. And, like you know, unless he comes in and lets me do the evaluation, you know, because actually, you know, if he had a, if he had a, a full blown mental health disorder, he, he's less likely to harm us than somebody who doesn't. So uh, it's oh, really that personality disorder I'm worried about. So it's interesting. Yeah, well, we he not... wouldn't be bipolar. I mean, he's only at one of the poles, the North Pole, not the right. Exactly. Uh, you know, I went single there pole. Very funny. That's a, single pole. You're a riot, dude. You're absolutely right. <laughs> just, That's hilarious. Just saying. So here, here's um. I'm just trying to be helpful with the I, you diagnosis. Know, it's, here. it's interesting. The diagnosis <laughs> is strictly off things that we. When I see the evidence that I know of Santa, you know, I've seen Santa Claus uh-huh. is coming to town. I've seen. Uh, the Santa Claus, all these are, are pretty good evidence. You're that, just still mad because he didn't bring you that toy you wanted 15 No, no, no. Years I'm ago. on his side, don't you see? I think you're the one that's bitter. So well, I, I just don't see any of those things, Doc. When, when, when we look at really good sociopaths, the thing is everybody feels like he's their best friend when they meet him. See, and I think that's part of his ploy. You know, he, he's super intelligent. And he's able to convince people that he's, that he's out there doing all these good things. But when we actually break down, I mean, geez, all those women in one night. I mean, come on. It sounds like you're describing Around Scott. You're describing Scott there, all except for the super intelligent part. But other than that, you nailed him. Very funny. <laughs> Doc, thanks for your time. Appreciate you so much here giving us the uh, the lowdown on Santa's brain. Although I, I kind of disagree with your analysis, but I'm not the doctor. Appreciate it. Well, w- well, the one thing is, you know, life is too short, and with all this stress we have this time of year, I'm trying to bring a little bit of humor into everybody's life. So, and yeah, we appreciate that. With a that. Salt and uh, have an amazing Christmas. You Thank do you. the same. Thank appreciate you that. so much, Doctor. That's, that's Doctor John Huber. He's a chairman for the Mainstream Mental Health nonprofit organization and a truly great American. All right, your phone calls next: four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety seven point seven FM. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report. Brought to you this hour by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC of Midlothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of their awesome GMCs or Buicks. Tell them the Lee Brothers said Merry Christmas. We have an accident at Nine Mile at Dollar General. Grove Avenue at North Shields. East Parham Road at Ackley Avenue. Parham and Staples Mill, 5900 block of Tranquil Lane. Branders Bridge at Lakeview Road and South Airport Drive at East Park Court. Now here's your Christmas weekend forecast. Clear skies this afternoon and evening, high of 60 degrees. Overnight clouds coming in, lows in the upper 40s tomorrow. Cloudy skies, rain in the afternoon with highs of 70 degrees. Sunday, cloudy skies, high of 48. Christmas Day, partly sunny, highs in the low 40s. Currently it's 60 degrees in Glen Allen. 61 degrees at FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW, The Answer. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. Ah, it's a marshmallow world in the winter when the snow comes to cover the ground. It's the time for play. It's a whipped cream day. Could it be? 
already? It is here. Waiting was hard. The excitement was too great. Oh, the buildup. The shopping is done. The gifts wrapped. It is here. Christmas Day. Oh, glorious, wonderful Christmas. Run, he thought. I must hurry. What could be there? What will be wrapped under the tree? Will it be a new bike? The game he asked for. His football or a baseball bat and glove. Is this the year? Is this the year perhaps the ultimate gift? The gift he didn't even think to ask for. He rounded the corner and there it was. Christmas had come. It was just how he imagined, exactly. The lights were on, fireplace was lit, stockings stuffed full, the gifts, the tree couldn't cover them. They were stacked everywhere. Surely this is the year of the ultimate gift. He ripped, he tore, went through one gift to another and to another. He got the bat, the glove, the bike, and so much more. He opened them all. Christmas has come. But wait, is it over? He searched and searched. The presents were all opened. Christmas was over. But something is missing. Is there, is there an ultimate gift he is missing? Maybe, maybe Christmas is something more. Something more than just trees, garland, and lights. More than gifts, toys, and food. More than rushing, shopping, and buying. What if it's not the bigger box or the more expensive toy or the excitement of something new? Perhaps, perhaps the gift that doesn't come under a tree or even a wrap gift at all. No amount of toys or wrap boxes made a difference. It wasn't something that all the toys in the world could fill. The elusive ultimate gift must be, it must be a gift that he didn't know he wanted. It was then he noticed the star, the star on top of the tree. It was the star, it points the way the way to the ultimate gift. A gift not under a tree, but in a manger. A gift for mankind, God incarnate. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The ultimate gift to mankind. The giddy joy of Christmas should not end at adulthood. May you run down Christmas morning and open the ultimate gift the world has ever received. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. May the Lee Brothers receive their pizza. Is that what you're thinking about? I'm hungry. No, that's not what I was thinking about, but it is a pleasant thought, is it not? I just wonder what you're going to eat. 
crank it up, baby. Yeah. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas from the Lee brothers. Joy to the Lees for the pizza is in route. We have uh, ordered a pizza here in the studio on this Christmas edition of the Lee Brothers. Let our radio team receive its pizza. You see in uh, you see in Nebraska where police officers are pulling people over and giving them gifts. Gifts. I wonder what kind of gifts they were giving. It's them. a hundred dollar gift card. Really? Yeah, hundred dollar gift card. How many did they give away? Uh, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but you have to ask yourself, what is <laughs> is that really? the best thing for our police officers to be doing. I mean, I'm all in favor if they want to pull I me think it's very nice that they well, were doing sure it. It was a nice enough. gesture okay, to the so community. It shows the this. community that, hey. Uh, uh, the community what? That the taxpayers paid for $100 gift cards? we great Americans and we're giving away tax, you know, $100 gift card. Maybe the businesses donated them. How do you know is where it, they got them? Is it worth, you have no idea. Is it worth pulling someone over and scaring them to say, here's a gift card for $100? Well, here's the real question. Now, if a police officer pulls them over, then they walk up to the car and the guy is like, you had no right to stop me. I'm not a criminal. I didn't break any exactly. laws. Exactly. What we in the go. world is wrong with you, yep. pig? That's or something I'm, horrible like that. That's what I'm saying. The guy goes, I have a $100 gift card I was going to give you. But you're not going to get it now. I don't think. Bah I, I'm not sure that's really what our, I mean, look, I may be the only one on the planet Earth, which, by the way, is usual for me in my, the way I live my life, but. I don't think this is right. I don't think I don't think they ought to be doing this. I don't think police officers ought to be pulling people nice. over randomly. On what basis do they pull them over? Do I they wonder how many of them pull over and they roll the window down. And they're like, I smell I, marijuana. Exactly. <laughs> or what if the uh, guy step out of the car? Here's a hundred dollars to help post your bond, but you're under arrest. Or what if the guy takes off and starts this huge big, this big chase because of a hundred dollar gift card? I don't know that this is the right way to do it. Now I would say. That Maybe the they set up a roadblock. If and the people police, just pull off. There you go. And that's Hi, Merry Christmas. Here's $100. Move on. Exactly. Maybe that's that's the deal. But I just Maybe don't they know just if that's the right way. Maybe they just walked mall and they said, hey, ma'am, come here. Here's 100 smack jacks That for might you. be a difference. That might be more unique. I'm just not sure that the police officers need to be pulling people over unless they've done something wrong. When I'm 19 in pursuit. I've got a hundred dollar gift card. for a hundred dollar gift card at this time. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, your phone calls next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Frank from Richmond, you're on with the Lee Brothers. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the program. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Thank I, uh, you. I wouldn't mind the hundred dollars, but I don't know if that would override the stress from being pulled by the police. I, I'm not I sure. Agree. I, yeah, I just um, good intentions, bad judgment. I think you're right on this, and that's why I, I'm I'm I kind of against it. And though my rich my brother Richard is uh, in favor of getting a hundred dollars, I told him I just don't think we need to be pulled over for it. And that's the that's the entire point. You know, Scott used to be troubled by the police stopping him, and he got stopped a lot. I did, but you know, he got used I'm to it, and the stress it. level was gone for a hundred bucks. Stress man. You don't know though. That's the. There's too many question marks to be pulled over for. Now, they don't draw their gun on me and say, "Do you want this hundred dollars or not?" I'm cool with it. Now, here's what I would say. And they wouldn't draw their gun. Here, here's what I would say. If you are in the process of pulling someone over for a violation, and you do that, that's a little different. But for random purposes, 
not so much. You were speeding through that school zone, but hey, it's Christmas. Here's a hundred bucks. All right, stack them up. Your phone calls. Do you know your Christmas movies? Four five four thourteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. We'll give the test coming up. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety seven point seven FM. Where's the best news and talk? AM820, WNTW, Chester, and W249CI Bonaire are the answer. Merry, Merry Christmas. We are saved. The pizza has arrived. So let's see. How well do you know your Christmas movies? We'll test you this hour with movie trivia. And a Patriot Christmas that happened on December 25th. We'll share that with you in Patriot Christmas. The worst Christmas songs ever. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, thanks for joining us this beautiful December afternoon. It is uh, really, really nice outside, even though the sun is setting so nice, so warm. Tomorrow it's going to be 70 degrees. I'm I, Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I'm not a fan of weather that warm during the holidays. I am. Oh, come on. I am. It is so much better. Man, that looks really good. We just uh, The studio just uh, smells a whole lot better all of a sudden. We've got a whole stack of uh, pizzas sitting here. See how visual that is? Looks yeah. good. Asher's enjoying it right in front of us. That's helpful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 454-1366, 454-1366. How well do you know your movies, your Christmas movies? Do you know them well? We challenge you. If you think you know them well, call us. I if surprised you can, myself Yeah, I, You surprised me. I really me. did. But 454-1366, if you know the movie, we will give you a gift. We will give you a gift by calling 454-1366. Take the Lee Brothers Challenge. It may be a leftover slice of pizza, but... It's a gift, nonetheless. It is a gift. And by the way, you cannot argue with what the gift is. It's a gift. That's right. You don't have to pay anything for you. It's just a matter of how well you know and understand movie trivia. If you're a fan and you think you know every Christmas movie and you cannot be stumped, the Lee Brothers have uh, some clips that we'll play for you and see if you can pick them up. 454-1366, 454-1366. But first, the worst Christmas songs. Now, look, I'm a huge fan of Christmas. I, I will sit around literally and just play Christmas music, you know, have a drink in my hand, the adult variety that's nice and cold and tastes good, and listen to Christmas movies or, or listen to Christmas songs. And then inevitably, some Christmas song comes on that is the worst and I've got to, I'm going to go with the worst Christmas song ever. This is it. And this is from a band who has never, ever played Christmas. You never would think of these guys for Christmas. But for some reason, this ridiculous Christmas song comes on way too much all the time. Do we have the audio thing here? Here we go. No, it's not working. Oh, I know why. I'm sorry. Not that one. Not that one, Mark. I'm sorry. I apologize. Here we go. I, I know. Here, Press the right button, man. No, it's I'm, we're pushing it. Here it is. This is the worst song ever. The worst. Is this your favorite band? This is Wham. 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 Who, by the band, way, Wham. has this is the worst Christmas song of all time. Merry 
First of all, it's Can way too. It's way too. Um, how should I say this? It's horrible. Um, I know the words to this song. It, it, well, you know why you know the words? Because they play it all the time. This is, is like a really bad advertisement. It sticks in your head. This is the worst, the worst Christmas song. And by the way, who who wakes up and says, uh, let's play some Christmas music, and the first band you think of is Wham? They played one Christmas song their entire life, and this is it. Puke. Special. Just, it's, it's just that bad. All right, so that's enough of that one. Uh, but Wham, really? Wham, that's got to be the worst. What's your Christmas favorite band? Scott says Wham song ever. So it surely is. Hunter from Richmond, you're on FM ninety seven point seven with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Hunter. Do you know your Christmas movies? Of course I do. You do. So um, Hunter is a truly great American. Let me see here, Hunter. We'll go through the list of Christmas movies here. Are you uh, so you think you're really, really good? You want a real hard one, or you want one that uh, I, I, we've got some that are impossible? I'll tell you what. I'll give Scott you. Scott likes to ask. Does the gift change? Because I want no. easy one. No, no, same Scott gift. likes to ask the dumb question. It's the same. You want a really hard question? Can I throw something at you that no one would ever get in a million years? A movie that they never even released. Come on, Ooh. Scott. Are you mocking me? Uh, a little bit. Okay, I'm just checking. All right, so Hunter, we're, we're gonna just play chicken right. or checking. We'll play. Um, like you said, chicken. Let's see what this one is here. Let's see. This is um, nah, it's too easy for Hunter. Hunter's a good guy here. Let's play uh, it. No, I'm not going to. All right, here we go. This is um, here's one for you. Let's see if Hunter can guess this movie. We'll play a segment of it. Stop it, and then uh, we'll let you guess. Okay. <laughs> oh come on, Hunter. Did you hear that? No. Okay, let me play it again. Me either. <laughs> oh, Christmas Story. Come on now. Oh, it was too easy. Farkas. <laughs> what a rotten name. Oh, we so were... That was tough, huh? We stumped you on that one. Hunter, thanks for playing. You will receive an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Don't go anywhere. We'll put you on hold. Sorry to make that one so difficult on you. <laughs> Good job, Hunter, and Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. 454-1366, 454-1366, you want to play along. It's movie trivia this hour. If you, uh, in fact, um, got the game and uh, are pretty good at your Christmas movies, you can participate. And we've got a list of, uh, that, was, that was probably one of the easier ones. Should have, ha, challenged, ha, ha. should have challenged Hunter a little bit more. That's on that. all you gave him was ha, ha, ha. That's it. And he got it. You would have missed that one badly. No, I knew what it was. No, you did not. You'll never know, will you? <laughs> you did not Take know. Take that. that. That is uh, so true that we will never know if, if, uh, if that was the case, if Richard figured it out. We should get Asher to play along. Oh, you had that one? You had that did one? Did you have that one? Well, right. Let's not get Asher because no, he no. knew that one. All right, so. Um, I knew it, too. I knew it all along. Worst Christmas songs ever. Worst Christmas songs. So Wham! was the worst ever. Wham! is the worst song of all times and Christmas. Now, here's another one. This There's is plenty another. of other horrible ones well, out there, though. Well, here is one of the worst ones, and I hear this all the time, too. I just someone was so popular, I don't understand well, how it could be so popular. How could Wham! song be so popular? That well, is- that song is better than Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Got oh my run gosh. Over yeah. That song is horrid. It is. It's so bad. It you is know, terrible. Here's the thing about this song. It was a parody and fun. It wasn't meant to be played over 
and over again on the radio, drilling this stupid thing in our head. Now, I think playing it once was enough. Exactly. For all time. Because it's not a Christmas song. It's a joke. It's a joke. It wasn't meant to be a Christmas song. And for us to take this, that and Wham. I'm pretty sure Wham was a joke, too. That wasn't meant to be a Now, this, not even funny. That's horrible. Top two. Top two worst songs. Wham. We found her Christmas morning. What a pleasant thought. Yeah. You're but, a visual person. You see Grandma frozen standing up. Now, I see. I must say, though, that the deal here with the song. Puff prints in her forehead. With this That's song. Horrible. It's not that the song is not funny or it's bad. It's just an awful song to be playing over and over again. You can play it once and go, hey, that's kind of funny. But to hear it over and over again, combined with Oh Holy Night, Silent Night, and then Rudolph got, uh, then, you know, Grandma got run over by, this is I can honestly say I've never heard that song and thought, that's kind of funny. I've never, never had, I thought that song was horrid. All right, uh, Christmas. First time I heard it. Movie it trivia. Your phone calls on that. If you know how well do you know your Christmas movies, four five four thirteen sixty six takes the Lee Brother cha- challenge. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW and ninety seven point seven FM. Traffic and weather together at fifteen and forty five after the hour. Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report brought to you this hour by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC in Midlothian. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of their awesome Buicks or GMCs. Tell them the Lee Brothers said Merry Christmas. We have an accident at Paramount Staples Mill, 5900 Tranquil Lane, Branders Bridge at Lakeview Road, South Airport at East Park, Clay Street at Hancock Street, Hull Street at 14th, Chamberlain at Laburnum, 4600 block of Commonwealth Center Parkway, and right here at our table in our studio where Scott ran into Mark trying to get a piece of pizza. Now here's your Christmas weekend forecast. Clear skies this afternoon and evening, high of 60 degrees. Overnight clouds coming in, lows in the upper 40s tomorrow. Cloudy skies, rain in the afternoon, high of 70 degrees. Sunday, cloudy skies, high of 48. Christmas day, partly sunny with highs in the low 40s. 61 degrees in Mechanicsville. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM, The Answer. Oh, Burger Meister, Meister Burger. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Love it. Virginia citizens and American patriots wishing you a Merry Christmas. We are live in the uh, studios outside of uh, Chester, Virginia. I think this was the original version of White Christmas. Hello? There you go. Are you there now? Yeah. I think this was the original version of White Christmas by Bing Crosby, and then he did the other. <laughs> we are taking your phone calls, 454-1366, on movie trivia. If you're very good at it, we can challenge you. We have some Even clips. if you're not. Even if you're not. Yeah, that's true. We can have some fun. And uh, we'll do that also as we're talking about the worst uh, Christmas songs of all time which is uh, very, very frustrating. For example, um, the, the worst Christmas song uh, ever was Wham!, with, obviously, which we played. And the uh, worst, um, second worst was Grandma Got Run Over by, by a Reindeer. And um, it'd be funnier if it was a John Deere. Yeah, no kidding. Here's, here's another one that is very frustrating to me. This is this is played probably more than the other two combined. 
think you're being racist now. This is racist. Police Navidad, man. You don't think I, you think I don't like it? Oh my of, gosh! Yeah, way to go. You just dropped all the food on the floor. What a goober! Don't I tell you what? Don't touch anything on the table. Feliz Navidad. Not all of food. Is this is this not played over and over again? It's all I hear. It's it's horrible. That's a horrible song. Of the rankings of you songs, you just don't like it because you don't know what the words are. You don't know what they mean. Okay, very funny. All right, so um, the challenge then is why do they play it so much? And you know what the words mean, obviously, but it's just a horrible. It's it's a horrible song. I mean, over better and over. than the first two we talked about. Well, maybe just barely, but. Either way, it's uh, it's a poor choice. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. How well do you know your Christmas movies? Mitchell from Richmond, you're on FE 97.7 and 820 WNTW, the answer with the Lee brothers. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, Richard. How are you guys? Merry Christmas, Mitchell. All right, Mitchell, you know your Christmas movies, apparently, since you called in. Uh, let's, uh, let's put one before you here and see if you can, uh, you can figure this one out. Here you go. Stand right. by. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I'll, um, give, I'll give you a hint. There was a series of these movies made, and this was the very oh, first one. Oh, my gosh. I know, like, all the Christmas movies, but... That one's hard. And we play it again for you. Listen carefully. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I must admit this isn't your typical Christmas movie. You might Another miss Another hint stars Bruce Willis. Why are you doing that? That's that's Because I'm the hint guy. You're the hint guy? That's that's the role you're playing? <laughs> Mitchell, you have any idea? Uh, oh, my gosh. Why not an easier one? You want another one? I'll give you another one. All right, let's go to that one. By the way, that one is, uh, no, we're going to save that one in case someone else calls in. Um, I have another hint for you. It's not live easy. It's. (laughs) (laughs) Just let me pick another one. All right, here's another one. Last one for you. Who is it? It's Little Nero, sir. I have. Perfect. Leave it on the doorstep and get the heck out of here. (laughs) You're going to finish the clip? What movie is that? Home Alone. Home Alone. All right, Mitchell. Thank you so much for playing. I don't need the prize, so you can get it to whoever wants it. Oh, okay. Home Alone is the most classic of all Christmas movies. Isn't it, though? And I love this. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. Okay. That's Home Alone. Um, That's Home Alone. Well, what about the money? What money? Well, you'd have to pay for your pizza, sir. (laughs) That effect. How much do I owe you? Uh, that'll be 11.80, sir. 11.80. We paid a whole lot we more for the change, pizza. You filthy we should have played this when the guy got here with our pizza. <laughs> exactly pizza. right. Leave our, it on a doorstep. All right, your phone calls next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Celebrating Christmas here in the ch- studios outside of Chester. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW and ninety seven point seven FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW. This is a good song. I don't mind this song for Christmas. It's the, I, I like it. It's the After list, all, I wrote it. It's the Wham song. It's the Feliz Navidad. It's 
Grandma Got Run Over by Rain. These are the worst Christmas songs ever. I now, didn't write any of them. Here's another one for you. Here, listen to this one. This one is um, this is a very common one also, and I it just bothers me to no end. And maybe not you, but certainly me. See, that's a cheese ball song. It's a that total song, cheese ball. Here comes Santa Claus. That's Gene Autry singing that, but that's that's not a song you hear anybody blasting on their car radio at the stoplight. I don't think. No, it's it's back to the original. The problem with if this you song did, is they probably intoxicated. It's very similar to the Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer song. It's just it's annoying. You play it maybe once during the holidays, but over and over again. Horrible song. Santa Claus Lane. Lane. It's his lane. I mean, right down Santa Claus Lane. I've never seen a road named Santa Claus Lane. And if if there was, the dude flies. He doesn't drive down any Santa Claus. Exactly. What else did it go on? He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Only boys and girls. Boys and girls again. Again? Over and over. Girls again? It's unbelievable. For boys. Horrible song. And girls again? Now the other horrible song is the one by uh, Paul McCartney. What's that? What, you have I mean, that one? William Listen Campbell. to this. Paul McCartney died in the sixties. Horrible. This is a horrible song. And again, you're thinking of Christmas music. This isn't what you think of. You think of Holy Night, Silent Night. You don't think about simply having a wonderful Christmas <laughs> it's time. The worst song ever. What are you doing tonight? Well, I'm simply having a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. No, it's the not. The mood or the moon? What does it say? I don't know. It's a horrible song. Either way, Listen it doesn't make any sense. And they play this all the time. Horrid, in a word. Horrid. Worst song. This is not a Beatles song. Besides, no. this is William Campbell, not Paul McCartney. When Paul McCartney passed away in the 60s. Just saying. Okay, Mr. Conspiracy. The rest of yeah. the Beatles attended the man's funeral. William Campbell. You are the like. biggest conspiracy nut there is. All right. Hey, I'm check us out. Facts. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you right to, right to our page where you have true traditional instrumental music. All there at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And the new tax rhyme right out of Whoville, which is very, very good. And global warming is good for mankind. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Guess what? Bigfoot's real. All right. Coming up. The... Oh my gosh. Coming up, um, Patriot Christmas. That is next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on AMA 20 97.7 FM WNTW The Answer. It's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever. Embers glowed softly, and in their dim light, I gazed round the room and I cherished the sight. My wife was asleep, her head on my chest, my daughter beside me, angelic in rest. Outside the snow fell, a blanket of white, transforming the yard to a winter delight. The sparkling lights in the tree, I believe, completed the magic that was Christmas Eve. My eyelids were heavy, my breathing was deep, secure and surrounded by love, I would sleep. In perfect contentment, or so it would seem, so I slumbered 
Perhaps I started to dream. The sound wasn't loud and it wasn't too near, but I opened my eye when it tickled my ear. Perhaps just a cough, I didn't quite know. Then the sure sound of footsteps outside in the snow. My soul gave a tremble, I struggled to hear, and I crept to the door just to see who was near. Standing out in the cold and the dark of the night, a lone figure stood, his face weary and tight. A soldier, I puzzled, some twenty years old, perhaps a marine, huddled here in the cold. Alone in the dark, he looked up and smiled, standing watch over me and my wife and my child. What are you doing? I asked without fear. Come in this moment. It's freezing out here. Put down your pack, brush the snow from your sleeve. You should be at home on a cold Christmas Eve. For barely a moment, I saw his eyes shift away from the cold and the snow-blown drifts to the window that danced with a warm fire's light. Then he sighed and he said, it's really all right. I'm out here by choice. I'm here every night. It's my duty to stand at the front of the line that separates you from the darkest of times. No one had to ask or beg or implore me. I'm proud to stand here like my father's before me. My gramps died at Pearl on a day in December. Then he sighed. That's a Christmas Graham always remembers. My dad stood his watch in the jungles of Nam. And now it's my turn. And so, here I am. I've not seen my own son in more than a while, but my wife sends me pictures. He sure got her smile. Then he bent and he carefully pulled from his bag the red, white, and blue, an American flag. I can live through the cold and the being alone away from my family, my house, and my home. I can stand at my post through the rain and the sleet. I can sleep in a foxhole with little to eat. I can carry the weight of killing another or lay down my life with my sisters and brothers who stand at the front against any and all to ensure for all time that this flag will not fall. So go back inside, he said, harbor no fright. Your family is waiting and I'll be all right. But isn't there something I can do at the least? Give you money, I asked, to prepare you a feast? It seems all too little for all that you've done for being away from your wife and your son. Then his eye welled a tear that held no regret. Just tell us you love us and never forget to fight for our rights back at home while we're gone. To stand your own watch no matter how long. For when we come home, either standing or dead, to know you remember we fought and we bled is payment enough. And with that, we will trust that we matter to you as you matter to us. A Patriot Christmas. I was in the airport this week, and um, it was loaded with people who are serving our country going home for the holidays. That's wonderful. That is truly wonderful. And um, the neat thing about that is I don't know how much flying that a lot of people do, but they board in zones. You board in zone one, zone two, zone three, whatever it is. And on your boarding pass, it tells you what zone. How many zones are there? There's probably nine zones or so. But nine? Yeah. You sure there's not more? Could be more. Could be more. I'm just Fifteen f- zones. 
I think there's I only think 24. Okay, nice for the zone. sake of this conversation, there's oh, nine zones, okay? Okay, nine. Nine, nine. nine in this particular in this case. particular case. Could so, be 24, though. So zone one is reserved for those who, you know, first class or fly a lot and... The hoity-toities. And if you're military. The one with the pink... Oh, really? That's awesome. So zone one... Should be strictly military. Zone one was I, every, the entire plane. All the planes flying out of Richmond this week were packed with military. So zone one was like a line from, you know, beginning all the way out the door. It was incredible. And it was really a lot of fun as I stood there and talked to each one of these guys. Talked to every one of them? Well, I stood there in line as they were walking by me, and I was taught, you are out, you're just, are you going to? I'm, I'm inquiring I'm, mine. I, I need to know. Of course, I, I didn't mean, talk to everyone. It's you a say I talked to these guys. I thought you meant to talk yes, to every talked single to not, one. I talked to more than one. That's awesome. Okay, that means an ass means. That was very nice of you to talk to them all. Yeah, they didn't like it. They thought I was weird. Anyway, yeah, so. They, well, you are, but it was very nice. <laughs> that's right. But you tried. So here are guys who are fighting for the cause of freedom and liberty, and I had a chance to sit next to one of them uh, on, in first class because they were sitting they got some of them got up, you know. First so class. you were flying. I was flying in the hoity-toity first, first yes. class. So you um, have your little pinky out. The whole twenty-one, time. twenty-one okay. year old waitress, young man, drink. was sitting next to me, and I had a chance to talk to him about service. And he's a proud, an amazing patriot who said he hasn't been home for Christmas in three years. And a truly great American. December twenty. Hasn't been home in three years. In three years for Christmas. For oh. Christmas, he's missed Christmas three years in a row. Wow. So he was excited about going home. He lives in Mississippi, and, and he was been here at Fort Lee. Down on the bayou? There is uh the Mississippi bayou. December 25th is, Christmas. An, an, is an amazing time Everybody for family that. and all those things. But it's also an amazing time in our history. You see, December 25th, 1776, George Washington was forced out of New York City, where he had 20,000 troops, pushed through New Jersey all the way into Pennsylvania. He was down to 5,000 troops, half of which could not fight. The remaining 2,500 literally had no shoes and left a trail of blood as they marched. The war began in 1776 and was about to end, and the end of it. George Washington was recognizing that his troops were leaving that people in command were switching sides. They were going to join the British. The war was essentially over, and Washington recognized that something dramatic had to happen because it was either victory or death, which literally was the password for December 25th, 1776, when George Washington, the first Patriot Christmas, took 2,500 troops across an icy Delaware River to attack 800 professionally trained German Hessians and defeat them. The turn of history on December 25th, 1776 is none like other because the very next day, 20,000 new people signed up for the cause of freedom and liberty. All that Christmas, 1776. George Washington, a truly great American. The idea of Christmas and Patriots cannot be overemphasized. There are many Americans since the beginning then, since the first signing of the Declaration of Independence in 1776 to the very first Christmas, there are patriots who have given everything for the cause of freedom and liberty. And uh, we take this time every year, not only to talk about the ultimate Christmas gift, which is coming up, but also the patriots who made Christmas possible. And they took his black down in the church he attended. In Northern Virginia. Way back when. Yep. No, they took the plaque down this year. 
They right. contended way back. That's what I'm rank. saying. They took the plaque down this year because it's for the greatest American that's ever. ever lived. Right. The greatest president this country's ever had. You know, I don't. I'm not sure many people understand what happened on that December 25th, 1776. It was. And they it, won't it, learn it, it in the schools no, today. They're not. It was that's against sad. all odds. It wasn't possible. In fact, we had three crossings that night. Only one made it. Washington's the only one who made it across. He went across and waited for the rest of them to come across, and they did not show up when he was four hours late. They showed up at dawn. The only good news is there was such a massive snowstorm that night that he was able to surprise the Hessians in their bunks and win that victory for the cause. And the amazing thing about it was, seriously, the password that night was victory or death because Washington knew that if there wasn't victory that night, there would never be. There would never be one. That's amazing. So as we on this December 5th coming up on Monday, maybe we got to take a moment and say, wow, there are some who are fighting in harm's way on Christmas Day. And that tradition of Americans who are willing to cross an icy river for the cause of freedom and liberty on December 25th. Amazing, amazing how important that day has become, not only for the cause of America, freedom and liberty, but for the very ideals of mankind which became the ultimate gift. We'll share that with you next. 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 97.7 FM. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report. Brought to you this hour by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC and Lothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of their awesome vehicles, and tell them Lee Brothers said hello and Merry Christmas. We have an accident at Branders Bridge and Lakeview Road, South Airport Drive at East Park Court, Clay Street at Hancock Street, Hall at 14th, Chamberlain at Laburnum, 4600 block of Commonwealth Center Parkway, Nine Mile at Food Line, and I 64 East at the Dickens Road exit. Now, here's your Christmas weekend forecast. Clear skies this evening, high of 60 degrees, overnight clouds coming in, lows in the upper 40s. Tomorrow, cloudy skies, rain in the afternoon, high of 70 degrees. Sunday, cloudy skies, high of 48. Christmas Day, partly sunny, highs in the low 40s. Currently, 61 degrees in Richmond, 60 degrees at FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. On AMA 20, 97.7 FM, The Answer. Could it be? Already? It is here. Waiting was hard. The excitement was too great. Oh, the buildup. The shopping is done. The gifts wrapped. It is here. Christmas Day. Oh, glorious, wonderful Christmas. Run, he thought. I must hurry. What could be there? What will be wrapped under the tree? Will it be a new bike? The game he asked for. His football or a baseball bat and glove. Is this the year? Is this the year perhaps the ultimate gift? The gift he didn't even think to ask for. He rounded the corner and there it was. 
Christmas had come. It was just how he imagined. Exactly. The lights were on. Fireplace was lit. Stockings stuffed full. The gifts. The tree couldn't cover them. They were stacked everywhere. Surely this is the year of the ultimate gift. He ripped. He tore. Went through one gift to another and to another. He got the bat, the glove, the bike, and so much more. He opened them all. Christmas has come. But wait, is it over? He searched and searched. The presents were all opened. Christmas was over. But something is missing. Is there, is there an ultimate gift he is missing? Maybe, maybe Christmas is something more. Something more than just trees, garland, and lights. More than gifts, toys, and food. More than rushing, shopping, and buying. What if it's not the bigger box or the more expensive toy or the excitement of something new? Perhaps, perhaps the gift that doesn't come under a tree or even a wrap gift at all. No amount of toys or wrap boxes made a difference. It wasn't something that all the toys in the world could fill. The elusive ultimate gift must be, it must be a gift that he didn't know he wanted. It was then he noticed the star, the star on top of the tree. It was the star. It points the way, the way to the ultimate gift. A gift not under a tree, but in a manger. A gift for mankind, God incarnate. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The ultimate gift to mankind. The giddy joy of Christmas should not end at adulthood. May you run down Christmas morning and open the ultimate gift the world has ever received. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Whoop, hey, whoop, what happened? Oh, excuse me. You keep pressing buttons over there. No, just like a little anything. kid. Yeah. you got to press a button. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. We Absolutely. hope that, uh, that you do find the ultimate Christmas gift. John from North Chesterfield. You're on FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW, The Answer with the Lee Brothers. Merry Christmas and welcome. A very Merry Christmas. I'll do it in English this time, boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, greetings. Uh, thank you uh, for all the years you guys have been on radio. Well, thank you. And, um, our Christmas gift came early this year. Our son... James, who's been in the Air Force for nine on 17 years, we have his orders. He will be home in January. No more combat tours, no more overseas deployments. And uh, the Lee brothers have been there for our family wow. every Christmas since the very beginning, from your very first uh, message home, message from home. I remember that. Uh, and uh, I want to, from our home to yours, thank you very much for your patriotism. Thank you for allowing us to bless our sons who were in harm's way 
and so many others. So I just want to tell you guys I love wow. you very much. Wow. Same and, here, John. Uh, just uh, enjoy the day when it gets here, and thank you so much. Uh, that's What else can I say? But uh, I'm going to start choking up. Wow, John. Well, thank I, you, listen, John. God bless you and your okay. family. And listen, of all people, need to be thanking anybody. It's us thanking you for Absolutely. the sacrifice of your boys. And not just that one boy, but your other ones who have all served for the cause of freedom and liberty. And, John, truly we thank great you. great Americans. We thank, thank you, you for John. that you sacrifice. You truly are a brother. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, sir. You bet. God speed to you, God sir. bless. God bless you. God bless you, John. Man, what an unbelievable phone call. Thank you so much. That is uh, Mark will take every He's one of brother. those that we can get. There's He's just, a brother. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. You know, we, um, you know, this this show was born out of patriotism. It was Absolutely. born after September 11, 2001 Absolutely. is when we concocted the idea of, that we would uh, actually host a radio program. And somebody gave us a shot, and that's how we ended up where, even where we are today. But the, the ideals that, that Rich and I hold, are uh, we're passionate about them. We love our country, and, um, and we love the institutions that made it great. So thank you, John, for your boys who fought for those very principles in the mold of uh, George Washington even. Okay, your phone call's next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820-WNTW and 97.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. Let's just go. Sincere, Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers to your family. Next time that we uh, we talk with you, at Christmas will be behind us. Yes, it will. And we'll be looking to uh, 2018. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a wonderful, thanks for a wonderful year, and we hope you have a wonderful holiday with your family and safe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. There are many, many questions. But the answer is AM820, WNTW Chester.